0: Hey everyone, my name is Mimi Blue and you're listening to Human Dialectic, the Dialectic Bulletin series. I've been absent for several weeks, but with good, good reasons. I don't know if I want to disclose it here, but I've been a busy girl. Your your girl has been very busy and I feel bad having these episodes, not podcast episodes, but just these circumstances where I disappear and I'm not on social media. I just have this podcast. So I don't want to become that person or those podcasters who put all this time and effort into building a podcast and, and building an audience and then disappears without really giving a, a sort of like a, a an announcement or something. So I am not trying to be disrespectful or dismissive. I know you are all here to listen to this content. It is just hard to do all of this the scrappy way, though it is very enjoyable. It's a lot of work. I'm doing this on my own and I am very passionate. I'm very, very happy to be in front of a microphone and presenting uh, information that I uh, just am very, very passionate about and know that it would be helpful for all of you to to understand. It's just that life gets in the way and certain things happen. I don't want this to become a habit, but sometimes there are certain circumstances where you just can't do a podcast. You can't do it on the road. You can't do it on the plane. <laughs> like You just can't. But that's just the situation. The good thing is there have been really, really good things happening, doors opening. So I just wanted to first Acknowledge that I have been absent for some time, but for good reasons. And hopefully in the near future, I could explain what those good opportunities are. But enough about me. You are here to listen to the latest news. And my God, I am constantly shocked by what is in the news cycle? What is in the headlines? Like I just I just I don't know. I'm I mean I'm even struggling for this episode to figure out what should be the headliner. What is the true story, the big story that you need to just be able to digest and figure out where your life is going, where the rest of the world is going. Because it does seem as if things are accelerating. Again, I'm I'm really struggling. I, I really thought hard about what headline I wanted to present to really dig deep into. And I don't know if I can. I don't know if I could find one. Uh, we will just name off a couple of things and I will talk about it. But I will go into the other regions and, and what's been going on in those uh, different parts of the world, I should say. But there are just too many things happening simultaneously. And I could totally understand how somebody can have a very difficult time processing all this information, especially if you're new to this, because you think that things are going okay. But when I break it down, they're not going okay. And the powers at B, the negative forces that run our government, our agencies, our military, our banks, the rest of the world, they don't want you to realize what's going on. They don't want you to see your wealth disappearing. They don't want you to see your borders collapsing. They don't want you to see how businesses are just disintegrating. They are essentially non-existent. A lot of them are non-existent. They aren't really profitable It's like a a shadow of its former self, if that's the correct saying. Things are really deteriorating. Now, I could look at this from a negative angle and say that there is no hope, but I don't view the world in that way. There's definitely hope. Unfortunately, we need to get past this really, really big hurdle and we have the midterms coming up. I keep mentioning that that's huge. I don't even know if we're going to have midterms. That's the real question. I can't believe we're already halfway through August and when I read the news, I just can't even believe we're we're still here that the country is barely standing. The whole globe is barely standing, barely making it by. But um yeah, it was really really difficult for me to to figure out what I should pinpoint what should be the primary focus. And unfortunately, I really can't. I can't pinpoint it down to one single thing. So I will talk about a couple items that have made its way into the new cycle. We will then move into the different regions. But this is just Three weeks that I've missed, I mean, I've been paying attention, but three weeks of what has happened, what has transpired, and you're going to recognize that we are definitely going in the wrong direction. You need to recognize what's going on and you need to take whatever action you need to prepare. Uh, That is always my theme, prepare, but do not let fear get in the way. Don't let fear paralyze you. Got it? All right. Well, let's uh, get into some critical news, things that you should know, maybe because it's been buried in the legacy media, but this is what has happened. The border is wide open. That's something that you already knew, but it's really freaking bad. It's really bad. I do have audio of people being interviewed. At the border, Uh, there isn't much information regarding Mexicans who are also dealing with this issue. You're not going to see that in the American news cycle, or at least in our news feed. You won't see that. But Mexicans are really irritated by how many uh, illegal immigrants are coming into their nation and they're having to deal with those immigrants, illegal immigrants being stopped in their communities because they can't get to the United States. So you can imagine these different groups clashing. You have the the natives and then you have the and some people are going to get offended by this when I say, but the foreigners and they're not assimilating. They had no intention of being in those communities. We also know about the trafficking that's happening. We also have to deal with this monkeypox. Now, I did not want to take monkeypox seriously because I knew that the elites, Bill Gates, wanted to use that as a fear factor. Well, now we are seeing images of people who are catching monkeypox. It's a really gross thing. Now, I can't tell if these people are vaccinated. And there's a, a, a actual valid reason why we need to know if they're vaccinated. Because monkeypox, or at least uh, shingles, was documented as being a side effect. Now, who knows what the hell is going on? You know, there was a, a woman in Georgia who caught monkeypox. Uh, there was a couple, gay couple who caught monkey pox and then their dog, their dog caught monkey pox. So it's like, wait a minute, this is not making any sense. So I don't know if this is truly something that we need to pay attention to. I do want to make it clear for folks who are new to my podcast. I am by no way saying that I have all the answers. I do not. I think it is very healthy to have a questionable mind, a questionable perspective on reality, but I don't have the answers to everything, but I do have a very, very strong intuition and I don't know where this monkeypox uh, virus is going to head, but there are people who are experiencing some very unusual symptoms or outbreaks And it doesn't look good. Now, aside from monkeypox, earlier in the month, we had a congresswoman who you may not have heard about because she wasn't as popular or well-known as the other congressmen or women. Regardless, her name was Representative Jackie Walarsky. She was a representative for Indiana. And She died in a car accident along with her two aides. I believe a third person died. It was the uh, victim in the other vehicle. Basically, it was a collision, head-on collision. And initially, the reports came out saying that the victim of the other vehicle crossed the line. But in fact, it was Jackie. And we don't know who was driving, but it was Jackie's vehicle that crossed the line and slammed right into the other vehicle. Now, typically, people will try and dissect this and see if there was any type of conspiracy, you know, what was going on. I just happened to do a little bit of research on it just to see, is she somebody who has been rebelling against the system? Has she crossed any uh, barriers? Has she pissed anybody off? We know that she voted no uh, to Nancy Pelosi last year, or at least voting her in for uh, her seat as the Speaker of the House. But uh, I haven't seen much. I mean, her voting record. She's voted pretty much no to anything that was Democratic. Democratic meaning the Democratic Party. But I, I just I couldn't find anything. And again, these are situations where. It was just due by the act of nature, act of God. There was no involvement by a three-letter agency. So I don't know. Um, maybe she did just, uh, I don't know if they fell asleep. Who knows, right? The only thing I could find on Jackie was that she was introducing a bill, which was very interesting. She wanted to introduce a bill that would allow fentanyl victims to sue foreign states yeah foreign states it's a very interesting uh use of vocabulary and i quote it is responsibility of foreign states for death or injury from international fentanyl trafficking in the united states so she introduced this bill i think it was in june and now she is deceased and everything about that woman has been wiped off of the Congress's site, period, gone. You, you're you not going to find anything. I actually had to use the Wayback Machine to find this bill. So I think this bill has officially died. But if you know about drugs and how they are being... um shipped into the United States, right? This whole quote unquote drug war, which is really an organized crime at the highest levels. Fentanyl is a very, very big issue right now. And we don't know where it's being shipped from. We do know that it is harming a lot of people, killing a lot of people, but that is not being communicated or presented in the news. So unless there's more information that comes out, I can say that this car crash just happened to be a natural cause. No conspiracy here, but, you know, I can find something else and it may change my mind. Now, there was another car crash that at first I was completely ignoring and heche for those of you who don't know who Anne Heche is, she's most known for dating Ellen DeGeneres in the 90s, I believe, late 90s, early 2000s. She is an actress, but she died last week. Now you may be asking, what is the significance to this? Well, I wasn't paying attention to this at all. The headlines were she was drunk and she crashed into a building and I'm like okay whatever you got another celebrity who's acting kind of foolish even though you know that a lot of these celebrities in Hollywood these entertainers these athletes those in the media they're all mind controlled okay to some degree they are all mind controlled and eventually they begin to break down so I don't know if this was an actual MK ultra breakdown I don't know if She was being targeted for something. But what really piqued my interest was the fact that there's footage of her. There's two pieces of footage that are are very critical that is really concerning and it's also making people question what really happened. The first footage, and I swear to God, the first footage is of her on a stretcher and she's wrapped in a blanket. Now, I did look this up. Technically, if a victim is burned, they need to be wrapped in a blanket, a dry blanket. So I first was speculating, why are they wrapping her in a blanket? They covered her face. It just didn't make any sense. I'm not giving this a pass, but that is what I read, that typically with burned victims, and I am not someone who has worked on the the EMT, EMS um, side of things, but this is just what I have researched, that you cover burn victims with a blanket. Now she's on the stretcher and right before they put her into the ambulance. And this is like a helicopter footage or a drone footage. I don't know what it is. She pops up. It's kind of like you thought she was dead and then she pops up It was, and, and it gets even worse. The firefighters don't really give her the care or attention she needs now, I do know that a police officer, firefighter, and those paramedics all have different skill sets. Um, police are not really skilled in saving lives. I mean, there's some people who are going to come from my neck for saying that they're not intended to do the CPR and so forth. They may have like the basic training, but that is why they wait for the firefighters and the paramedics. Typically it's the paramedics who are responsible for sustaining the life of this victim. The firefighters of course have their duty. It just seemed very weird that the firefighters were the ones who were handling her and putting her into the vehicle. So that was the first footage. Now the second footage came from a ring camera someone's uh you know like th- on the door right like the you you can use like ring or whatever those different products absolutely hate those but in this instance it i don't know was i guess so worth it because you see the footage and you're hearing something in the background and I swear to you I swear to you, it sounds as if she is trying to step on the brakes or, or or do something. She's trying to stop the car and it's a Mini Cooper. And you see in in a split second, you see the vehicle pass and you're hearing as if it is like metal to metal. I know it sounds crazy, but someone who is speeding is not going to create that sound. So why is this even a question. What you may not know is that a lot of cars made today have computer systems in them and anything that is a computer is hackable. Now there's a theory that potentially Anne Heche's car was hijacked. I immediately thought Of Michael Hastings, who was a Rolling Stone journalist. This was big. I mean, it it didn't make mainstream news, but it was a big deal because there was a trail. Actually, he was leaving a trail indicating that he was being followed. He was being watched. He he did not feel good. I remember this when it happened because that's obviously around the time when people were reading Rolling Stone. So I was reading. I wasn't subscribed to The Rolling Stone, but, you know, you would read these uh, these articles. So you knew some journalists or you recognized that there was a level of prestige being a Rolling Stone journalist. So this was a big deal. What I found so strange was when he died, the Rolling Stone editor and the team did not put out a statement. I think it was like a basic statement, but it, it got brushed under the rug. That was what was so strange to me. I think they even said that he wasn't even a a full-time employee. He was a contributor. Like they were distancing themselves from Michael Hastings. So now with this whole video of Anne Heche trying to allegedly stop the vehicle and you hear what sounds like someone trying to stop the brakes on a car that is uh, like running away or at least being controlled remotely People are now beginning to think if Anne Heche was murdered. And then there are obviously events after that that did not make any sense whatsoever. I mean, California law states that you can keep somebody alive for organ doning. Um, They announced her dead before she was even dead. There are some things that just don't make sense. But I really want to literally narrow down on if her car was hijacked. That is the biggest piece to the story and nobody wants to address that. Now to continue, because there's just so much, you have the weaponization of the IRS, you have the Biden administration, specifically Biden saying that there's no inflation. And yeah, I will play the footage if you don't believe me. Before I begin today, I wanna say a word about the news that came out today relative to the economy actually i just want to say a number zero today we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of july you know it should be a crime for someone a sitting president to lie to us this much it's blatant lying blatant disrespect they don't care at this point but are we going to hold them accountable Yeah, and it just, it keeps getting worse. Now, I am going to play the clip of Corinne Jean-Pierre, you know, I just have to emphasize that, saying to a reporter that the definition of a recession is actually incorrect, that the reporter was stating the incorrect definition. Now, I'm going to be fair, and I'm going to play the entire clip because she does reference a an old definition but you know how things work right like they they begin to twist reality and i it's you guys this is serious clown world but you need to hear how they are twisting vocabulary how they are changing reality and in 1984 and in the brave new world they talk exactly about this
1: great but so as you talk about plans on the other side mm-hmm. It was this President's plans that contributed to inflation, right?
2: No, it was not. If, no. It was this President's plan. If we talk about the American Rescue Plan, look, Peter, when the President walked into this administration, There was an economic crisis. There was a COVID crisis. There was a climate change crisis. And we're still dealing uh, with a lot of that right now. But the President turned the economy back on. There were businesses that were closed, schools that were closed. And because of the American Rescue Plan, by the way, no Republican voted for that plan. And that plan had $350 billion for public safety, another thing that Republicans talk about, but they actually don't do, and they don't push forward on a policy that will help our law enforcement. That plan helped put us in a stronger labor market and help make our economy stronger. And so that is what is happening. It is not the president that has created inflation. There are also outside factors that has led us to where we are today. If things
1: are going so great, though, then why is it the White House officials are trying to redefine Recession.
2: No, we're not redefining recession. If we
1: all understand a recession to be two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth in a row and then you have White House officials come up here to say no, 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 that's not what a recession is. It's something else. How is that not redefining recession? Because that's
2: not the definition. That is not the definition. Brian
1: Deese said in 2008, of course, economists have a technical definition, which is of a recession, which is two consecutive quarters of negative growth.
2: I can tell and then you this. he
1: said mm-hmm. two consecutive two negative quarters of GDP growth is not the technical definition of a recession. It is what not. Changed?
2: It is not. Why did he say that? It, it was, is not. I was can I can other speak other to I can speak to you to what he said yesterday in front of all of you, which is the last thing that you just repeated. There are many factors. There are many factors, economic factors and indicators to consider, uh, and. I will say that uh, the textbook definition of recession is not is not two negative quarters of GDP. We have a strong labor market. We have business that's investing. We have consumers uh, that are also uh, very much, uh, you know, in, in investing and, and purchasing. That is incredibly <laughs> important. We have 3.6 unemployment. You do not see that in a pre-recession, and you do not see that in a recession. So the factors that we are seeing right now, the economic indicators, uh, Does not does not show that we're in recession. And I'll read. Since you gave me some quotes, I'll give you some as well. In 2009, the St. Louis Fed said, while the popular definition of recession is two consecutive quarters of negative real gross domestic product GDP growth, the NBER, which we have mentioned many times in this room, does not strictly abide by this designation. Instead. The committee broadly defines a recession as a significant decline in economic activity spreading across the economy, lasting more than a few months. NBER has been around since 1920. I'm going to move on.
0: Let's just say they are liars through and through. If you don't feel like your wallet is depleting in value, if you don't feel like your wallet is hurting, then I don't know what world you're living in. But they're liars. They're pathological liars and let me just play one more clip okay just one clip of Kamala Harris you know I call her Jezebel because she didn't get to the top due to merit uh, due to her intelligence that woman was placed there for other reasons and if you understand who Jezebel is you will know what I mean when I use the Bible term Jezebel. So I want you to follow what she is saying here. And you may think that I am mocking her. I'm just trying to crystallize the fact that we have an administration that has no idea what they are doing. And by the way, people don't want to talk about it, but they are on bare bones. Like their staff keep quitting, especially Kamala Harris's staff, her team. She barely has a team. So listen to this we know that we really are quite behind in terms of maximizing our collective understanding about how we will engage on the technology of today and what we can quickly and easily predict will be the technology over the next decades. So to maintain our position as the United States of America on this issue, it is critical that we work together to understand where we are to recognize and have the courage to speak truth about what is obsolete, and then to partner to ensure that we are speaking the same language with the same motivation, inspired by the opportunity of it all, but then doing the work of updating how we have been talking and thinking about our exploration in space. Okay, I don't know what the hell she's saying uh, English is my first language, just like a lot of you. I don't know how to interpret what she just said. It doesn't make any sense. And I work in the technology space, so I have no idea what the hell she's talking about. So there you go. That and the other people, the rest of the administration. These are the individuals who are running the country down to the ground. And I hope you're enjoying the ride because it's going to be a very freaking crazy ride. Oh, my goodness. And I haven't even completed the list of things that have happened. I know we talked Well, we haven't actually talked about the mar lago raid. OK, there's the Mar-a-Lago raid. Then we have uh, Bannon, whether you like him or you dislike him. I don't really care. You really need to pay attention to the moves that they're making, because if they do it at a much larger scale, they're coming down to the regular or average American citizen. So Bannon was just found guilty on both accounts of contempt. OK, they're going to come for everybody unless you recognize what's happening. The inflation bill was passed and it wasn't intended to help people. It was intended to hurt Americans. I'm going to have to read that bill to see what's in it. I mean, it again, the list keeps going on and on. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to transition into the European news because it is, I think I'm just going to have to wait until the next episode to distill a lot of the information that I have laid out in the past 20 minutes, I guess. But let's move on to European news because it is just mind boggling. All right, what's going on in Europe? A poll—I don't really believe polls, but this is what uh, what these polls are saying. A poll reveals likely the next UK PM. So remember when Boris Johnson had to step down? Well, allegedly, this poll is stating that more than sixty percent of Tories—I don't know—Tories, Tories will vote for Liz Truss to be Britain's next prime minister. Now, I haven't done research on this character, Liz Truss. Uh, The other option would have been the former finance minister, Rishi Sunak. But I don't know if either one of those choices would have been useful or beneficial to the people of the UK. So I don't know much about this character, Ms. Truss. But uh, I think when they're trying to promote this idea of this person's leading in the polls, then most likely that's the person who will be picked. So I don't know how the people of the UK feel about that. The deadline for the vote is September 2nd and the next PM will be announced three days later. Oh, wow. That's oh, wow. You know what I'm just realizing? This is going to be a hectic year. Holy crap. Remember when we had the Brexit and then I believe the same year we had um, Trump win? You're going to have to forgive me, you guys, if I'm not getting my facts straight. I mean, I love history. It's just things are happening so fast that I may be blurring a couple things here and there. The next headline, one killed and dozens injured as the festival stage collapses. This happened in Spain's Valencia region, which was caused by an unexpected and violent gale, organizers of the music event said. England battles the worst drought in 50 years. A drought was officially declared on Friday, Friday meaning August 12th in eight out of the 14 areas of England during what has been the driest summer in 50 years. Now, people may debate and say that this is climate change and blah, 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 blah. I mean, we could say that this is just how summers are. <laughs> I will say this year was very hot, right? It was hot. Uh, or we could say that harp is being uh, utilized right now and they are weaponizing it. But um it's quite peculiar that we're having crops that are failing. We are seeing factories, farm factories, or, or, you know, chicken factories, meat factories that are being set on fire. You know, things are not looking good. And again, this is like harvest or we are approaching harvest season. So if, We're having really, really dry heat. We're not having a lot of water. We know that on the West Coast, here in the U.S., in California, in parts of Nevada, Arizona, I mean, they are having a serious drought out there. And things are not looking good. They're not looking good. And Germany, Germany, I really need to investigate further on what's going on in Germany Germany is on the brink of collapse. I think if I were to examine all of the European nations, Germany has headed down a spiral that I I can't even imagine. With the history that it has, how is it that this generation did not learn from the mistakes of their forefathers, their predecessors? I don't get it. I really don't. But knowledge is power. It really is. All right, let's move on to the Middle East region. Jerusalem had a shooting. This happened, or at least was reported on August 14th. Israeli security forces have detained a suspected gunman who injured eight people near Jerusalem's iconic Western Wall. So now all of a sudden we are having these shootings. Now I'm not saying that this doesn't happen in Jerusalem, Um, I'm not going to, you know, disclose my ignorance and say that this happens all the time. They're always fighting like the Palestinians and the Israelis are always fighting. I understand that there is tension there, but you know, we're, we're beginning to see more and more cases or at least being reported in the news of shootings. I don't know. Maybe this is just the same level of statistics but they're now reporting this as if it is increasing. I don't know. But uh, of course, you know, I'm not even sure if Israel gives its people the right to defend themselves, if they have the ability to carry arms. I don't know. But still in the same area, the world's first synthetic embryos were created. Israeli scientists grew a mouse embryo with a beating heart using only stem cells, research journal reports. The breakthrough experiments, the results of which were published this week in the peer-reviewed journal Cell, saw the stem cells taken from mice self-assemble into an embryo tract, sorry, an embryo-like structure with an intestinal tract, brain and even a beating heart. You know, this reminds me of how they do a slow drip in the news to see how the public reacts to some of these things. We know that they've been doing this with cannibalism, it's disgusting. But now they are just trying to throw it in your face that they are going to start producing humans without humans having to procreate. These people want to be gods so badly, it's dangerous. So let's move to Mexico. I don't really talk much about the southern region here in the U.S., the real south, Uh, but the cartel violence is getting out of control. If it wasn't bad enough, it's getting out of control. The cities of Tijuana, Mexicali, Rosarito, and Ensenada on the U.S.-Mexico border have been besieged by violence as rival drug cartels battle over territory and wage war with police. The violence has been so severe that the U.S. consulate in Tuana advised its employees to shelter in place until further notice. Do not forget that when things get really bad, people will look to join gangs in order to survive. So this violence that you are seeing right now Sadly, this is not anything new to the Mexicans, but I'm assuming it is getting worse. It's getting really bad. It will continue to be that situation when things spiral out of control. Now, on the opposite side of our borders here in the U.S., we're going to go to the north side. Now, this was a funny, funny article i know i sound so amused by that no it it, it's funny it's um ontario premier doug ford who this i I don't know this 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 ogre i i i'm not going to make fun of people's appearances that is so low of me i'm not gonna do that however he swallowed a bee you want to go watch the video he swallowed the bee he's a true you know piece of work um I don't understand how somebody can be talking and you don't realize that something is flying around your mouth. Maybe you should keep your mouth shut. But he didn't do that. He swallowed the bee. Uh, Move forward, but not coming from the the, uh, government per se, but the premier.
1: It's coming from the health sector. (sighs) Holy Christ. I just swallowed a bee.
0: And don't get me started on Trudeau and his Costa Rica flights. You know, while people were struggling in the airports in Montreal, uh, long lines, long, 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 long lines. People masked up, you know, clearly the six feet rule wasn't being adhered to, but uh, people were, were treated like peasants. And you had King Trudeau who went on a private jet to Costa Rica, no mask, no social distancing, you know, Rules for thee and not for me. That's exactly the situation that we're living in right now. So to wrap up this episode, and this is probably one of my shorter ones in a very long time, we're going to touch on American news. Polio has been detected in New York City. Now we can all speculate why polio is suddenly emerging in New York City, when you are accepting illegals into your sanctuary cities, when you don't vet people, you're going to have some type of breakout. There will be things that may emerge that were under control many, many years ago, or at least for decades, for a century, and now it is popping up. New York City and the state health officials have urged residents who haven't been vaccinated against polio to do so. By the way, technically speaking, the polio vaccine is actually going to do more damage than to actually save you. Just a little tidbit there. After the virus that caused the paralytic disease was detected in the largest U.S. cities' sewage samples. Ooh, oh God. The discovery comes just weeks after a confirmed case in a nearby county. I swear, God bless you, New Yorkers. I don't know how you are still living in New York City, but that city is not the same. It is just not the same. And speaking of not being the same, rent is becoming a crisis in the U.S., but you're not going to hear that from the government. The growing rental crisis in the U.S. has shown no signs of stopping. That was the topic of a new Bloomberg report this week that highlighted the stories of numerous Americans struggling to meet their rental obligations. The cost of rents in the U.S. is moving higher at the highest pace in three decades, the report notes, blowing past a median of $2,000 per month for the first time ever. Rents are now above where they were prior to the pandemic in most major cities, so out of curiosity if you're wondering which cities you have Miami, Florida, which has always been expensive, always. Orlando, Florida, which is um seeing a median rent price of 1956, Las Vegas 2110, Phoenix, Arizona 2174, Atlanta, Georgia 1730. I'm actually very surprised that New York City, oh sorry, now I see what the situation is. It's a single family rent surge. So single family homes. These are not actual apartments per se. That's a a good distinction there. But um, single family rent has surged for a lot of these cities, Boston, Massachusetts. I mean, I don't even see in the list New York City, DC is another one, uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, So, uh, yeah, that's that's our new life now. But you don't have to always live in the cities. okay? I know some people are tied down to the cities because of their job, but you can definitely move out, move a a little bit further. It will be a sacrifice, though. Now, as we come to a close, I have two final articles that I wanted to talk about. Trust me, the next episode, we are going to dive deep. We are going to go into the content, we're going to go deeper because it's hard to cover what has transpired in the past three weeks. And I've done what I could. I know there's so much more, so I will leave it for the next episode as I catch up. But uh, here are the last two articles I wanted to highlight. Fears of a serial killer targeting Muslims has struck again. Now, I don't really believe this because there have been four victims, all Muslim men, who were gunned down. Uh now here's the interesting thing. The first victim was Afghan chef Muhammad Ahmed, 62, who was found outside the cafe he ran with his brother. The second was forty one year old Pakistanian born restaurant uh busser Afdab Hussein, Hussein who moved to New Mexico in 2016 on monday um uh, monday meeting earlier this month the third victim was killed a 27-year-old city planner and then we have a fourth victim but here's the thing i don't believe that this is just a a person who is just viciously killing muslims okay there's more to the story than what we're being told. And it, it potentially could just be these random strings of Muslim victims. They, they could just be from different um, different killers. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to talk like this, but it's, I, I don't know. I mean, I will continue to monitor this. They say that all of these killings have happened in Albuquerque, But who knows? Who knows? And the reason why I will refrain from saying that this is actually a Muslim issue is because you know how the media wants to twist something and make it xenophobic, you know, that certain groups are xenophobic. So we will continue to monitor that situation. The final article, the final, final, final article for today now, d c. and New York City have been receiving a lot of illegal immigrants. They embraced illegal immigrants coming to their sanctuary cities. They said that they have no hate uh they they I- encourage anybody to come to and live with their cities, that there would be support. Well. Biden's Pentagon denies D.C. mayor's request for National Guard to help with illegal migrants. Now, again, this is the change of 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 language here. Illegal immigrants being sent there by Texas to alleviate the border crisis as the first busload arrives in New York City. So here's the situation as as amusing as it is for the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, to be sending thousands of illegal immigrants to D.C. and to New York City, that goes to show you how many people are crossing the border. That's insane. This is a freaking problem. All right, my friends, we have reached the end of this episode. I will be frank. As much as I am excited to be doing this again, it's hard to get back into a good rhythm. So, felt like I was struggling a little bit but I wanted to deliver something deliver just one episode I did not want to leave you high and dry I am back I'm here I am not going to disappear I will notify you give you a heads up if I do end up going on a hiatus but I prefer that I reduce the number of absences and will continue to deliver in a, in a good cadence uh News, and I still haven't gotten back to doing individual investigations and specific topics. I've not given that up. It's just been hard to balance uh, doing two or three episodes a week. It is tough but I'm committed to it. I love it. And I want to make sure that you guys are happy and satisfied as well. And most importantly, that you are awakening to everything that is going on. You're intelligent, clearly, because you're listening to this podcast and you want to learn. I want to learn just as much as anybody else. So have a good one whether it's a good day, good afternoon, good evening. And I will speak to you very, very soon in another episode. All right. Bye, everyone.